So yeah, we are back doing this again. It's been a few years. Uh, a lot of changes have happened in that, that three-year period. Um, but here we are. We're taking a seat at the kitchen table about, you know, so what's, 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 been, what's been the haps on the craps in the last three years? Uh, we got married. That we did. I use white strips. That you are. And I accidentally ended up with a cult in South Carolina last summer. That definitely happened. Which is kind of what we're going to be getting into today. Right. It's definitely better, I think, because we, we tried to record this like a moment ago. It's definitely going to make the most sense, I think, for people who are listening and, you know, us to just go from the start to finish with this because if not we're gonna be all over the place and it's not gonna make any sense and we're gonna start talking about people licking fucking salt and like little kids running around turning lights off and shit it's not gonna make any sense so we're gonna go from the beginning take it away all right well i guess i could start with last summer i had a super super shitty job i felt like shit all the time we were out one night and i'm not gonna give any like names of this person and if it slumps it slumps whatever but We were out, we trusted this person, considered them a friend. I knew a bit about her and how she could be weird in some ways, but I wasn't... We'll call this person Blen. (laughs) I'll just call her Blen. That's stupid. Blen. So we were out with Blen. Yeah, and um, I'm kind of telling her how I feel like shit all the time. And she's like, well, actually, tomorrow morning I'm leaving. I'm going to be heading down with my uh, group of people because... I was initially going over to her house every couple Sundays or whatever. She had like a meditation group and whatever. It was just like a whole, I guess, life coach thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so she's like, well, I'm going down with my group to uh, South Carolina. We're going to do like paddleboard yoga and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, shit, that sounds fucking awesome and also impossible for me right now. Um, but stupidly, I woke up the next morning, I threw up a lot, and then I did it. (laughs) I left, um, and it was almost like she waited the perfect amount of time where I could be like, hey, you can leave me at this rest stop. Like, I'll get out and I'll call my husband. Like, it's fine. Um, but yeah, she waited the perfect amount of time to where it's like, okay, now we're almost to like, you know, halfway through New Jersey. (laughs) Even then, that's not that's not too far. You're it's not like you're down in Texas and you're like, hey, I need you to come and drive and pick me up. Like now, because obviously that creates issues. You were close enough. You were still close enough, but I can understand why to see it out. Like, how insane is this person, or am I just paranoid about the fact that I could potentially be joining a crazy person down to a weird compound in South Carolina? Well, she had started with, well. Uh, the, the leader of the group, she, she already channeled into you last night. Uh, I told her that you wanted to come, so she just wanted to check you out a little bit. So, you know, and you can't hide anything from her. So whatever you don't want anyone to know, she knows it about you. I'm like, oh. So malevolent leader is already violating your, your sanctity by channeling into you without your consent. So that's a red flag number fucking one right there. Blend just spilling the guts on. And then she's telling me, well, don't try and vibrate on the same level as everybody else. I'm like, we're not gifts from Spencer's. Like, it's fine. You don't have to say weird shit. She's like, don't just don't try and vibrate on the same level as them. I'm like, I I, I heard paddleboard yoga and beach 
That that sounded great from there, but now I gotta deal with this shit. So we're probably in Virginia at this point because we're making the way it started was she's actually she was moving down there at that point. So she was bringing a bunch of shit down to her uncle's house because um, that's where she was moving into because she's kind of a moocher as this story will tell. Um, yeah, she. We're in, like, oh, you might have to cut this a little bit. We're in, like, Virginia, and a rock hits her windshield. And she goes, oh, well, it's a crystal that wanted to live with me, that's all. It cracked her fucking windshield. She's behind a semi, and a rock jumps up and hits her windshield, and she tells me it was a crystal that wanted to live with her. So, red flag number two at this point no that wasn't even number two we were so far into the trip and i was hearing some whack shit remember the time warping i can warp time we'll be from new york to north carolina by like from 10 to 7 p.m i'm like that's just that's fucking insane so Already you have somebody that's exhibited none of this behavior. Now, here's something to keep in mind. We've known Blen. We've known Blen for, for a while, for years at this point. And while we are aware of a little bit about what she she is and the way that she acts, no talk of fucking time warping, no talk of crystals I hopping into vehicles. I got fucking sandbagged. There, there, is, there is none of this that was ever mentioned at all. So you're down in this vehicle completely being like, this is being told to you and it's happening in real fucking time. You had no inkling as to to, that this person was going to completely unleash this side of them at that point while you're fucking driving down. Yeah, she was saying she can make traffic move too. She was like, see how they all just move out of my way? I'm like, yeah, you're uh, going fucking 95. (laughs) And that's why you're warping time too, by the way. She, oh, oh, yeah. And the cop cloak. She said she put a cop cloak over her car and cops couldn't see her. See, this sounds like, to me, this sounds like a seven-year-old on a vacation doing things to entertain themselves on the way down. Like, that's what this sounds like. It, it sounds re- like a toddler that's making up shit. It reminds me of that kid in school where, like, let's say you're playing lava on the playground where it's like, oh, you can't touch the ground, but then someone touches the ground and they're like, oh, well, uh, I, I had a protective suit on. You can only use it once during the game. Yeah, those kids fucking, they washed out pretty quickly once, you know, you got into middle school and you found out that they were like eating glue and shit, you know? So, yeah, so we're in the cop-cloaked CRV, which had so much garbage in it. I feel like you can tell a lot about a person who has a garbage bag in their car. Oh, yeah. You can smell that person. You know what that person smells like already. Yeah, and I don't know. The, the ride down was something in itself, and I had been so sick the night before that I just felt like shit the entire ride down, and then she was, she pulls over. She's like, let's get some beers. Like, let's get some road sodas. We're in Virginia. I'm like, don't they have the, like, strongest DWI, like, <laughs> penalties, I guess I could say? Like, aren't they the worst <laughs> with that? It's like, yeah, you want to get a tall boy, you fucking idiot? You're going 95. It doesn't matter that you have a cop cloak on. 
Meanwhile, she's also calling her friends that are already down at this vacation house because, like, we're staying overnight. At this point, we're traveling to her uncle's house, which is in North Carolina, so that she can move some shit in. And then we leave the next day toward this beach house where there's all these people that she knows, which I find out later that they only know each other through a Facebook group. Nice. So half of them have never met before. They just like video chat and text and stuff. So she's calling these people and they're like going along with her on this journey when they're talking, being like, yeah, I, I channeled into you earlier. You were sad. What was going on? Oh, you couldn't have done that. I was sleeping. Yeah, I know. You had a shield up. Dude, shields. It's like some fucking weird fantasy, some like knights and fucking dragons fantasy. Shields and channeling in and shit. It's bizarre. It's yeah. fucking bizarre. And so that's the other red flag right there. These people met in a fucking Facebook group. They didn't even, they've never met each other in person. And it's like, I'm in fucking southern Virginia about to go even deeper in the south and this is what I realize I'm up against and I'm in it for a fucking week because I don't leave till she leaves <laughs> yeah that's how that works so we get to her uncle's house and this is where shit really started getting weird because first off this started with the money they ordered like this exuberant dinner from Outback where it's like I had no say in this <laughs> at all, but I know I'm going to be owing somebody money. And I already had explained to her that I did not have a lot. And we had like, we did have the honest conversation where I was like, yeah, I don't have a ton of money, but I'm willing to contribute. She's like, yeah, I mean, can't expect this trip will be free. And I'm like, oh, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Blind already planting the seeds. So we get there and there is expensive dinners being ordered and I'm like, oh fuck, like if it was up to me, I would have swung by McDonald's or, you know, what fucking Bojangles, whatever's around the corner in North Carolina. So we're eating these fucking Outback steaks and then she calls more members of her group with her uncle sitting at the table who's in the same shit as her. And they start telling me that they are um, transferring a drunk or high to their friend or like withdrawing it from them and passing it to themselves she was like yeah i got drunk and i just sent it all to my friend uh who's down at the beach house i just sent it all to her over the phone so now she's drunk and she's like oh, i feel so drunk on the phone now mind you we should probably take this opportunity i don't even know if that makes any sense because when even as it happened in front of me i was like i, I this doesn't make sense so explaining it's even worse they thought that I, it, that would be like me sitting here and just like staring at lou being like you're drunk now because i'm drunk and now i'm passing it to you and i'd really like to see jen blen <laughs> explain that to a cop the thing is we we should take this opportunity we really we're, we are open. We're open-minded individuals, and we are specifically open up to anything that has to deal with the occult, Eastern magic, anything like I'm, that. This is just totally, insane. Yeah, this is insane. Which is part of why I ended up going in the first place, because I, you know, I have total respect for the metaphysical, occult, whatever, what have you, your beliefs. I was open to it. I wanted to see what it was all about. You know what advice they could bring because in my mind initially these were a bunch of life coaches and not a bunch of fucking whack jobs 
if if an occult member or I shouldn't even say an occult member, if a cultist had figured out the way to successfully transfer drunk the idea or feeling of being drunk to one another, that shit would have happened fucking centuries ago. There's no way that, that these guys just figure this shit out. That would be fucking mainstream news. That would revolutionize how people get shit faced on the weekends. Lou, I'm gonna stare this Miller light into your bloodstream. Exactly. Bullshit. Bullshit. People be crazy. Anyway. So that is uh, night one. Expensive meal that I couldn't afford that I know that there's a price for later in the later in the day or night or week. Um, yeah, and they were they kept trying to get me to like drink, and I was like, guys, I threw up so much last night. <laughs> Can't you just leave me the fuck alone? And they kept pouring wine. That was really fucking annoying. Anyway, um, yes, we get up the next day. We're supposed to be going down to this fucking beach house from North Carolina to South Carolina, which isn't really a short trip. And same thing. She's telling me she can warp time and we'll get there by a certain point. She's calling her friends that are down there, telling them, yep, we'll be there by four. And I don't think we got there till like seven or eight. That was how prominently she thought she could like warp time. The ETA was like 8 o'clock, and she's telling them we'd be there at 4. Did she have a moment where she attempted to prove to you that she could actually warp time, or was it just, if I keep saying this, maybe I'll believe that I can do it, and maybe you'll believe that I can do it? The latter. Okay. That explains that. Yep. Um... So yeah, we get there, and it's just a house full of fucking crazy people. Um... It's like a four-story rental home that's in, like, a weird community where, you know, it's almost like in Chittenango where they have those endless suburbs that just kind of twist and turn and they go all over the place. It's kind of like that, but with, like, crazy four-story cheap-ass vacation homes. Particle board. Like, I, you walk in and all you smell is plywood. And I was convinced that if I threw myself into the wall hard enough, I would literally go through it to the other fucking side. These so are, it was cheap. These are well-built homes, South Carolina. And there was an elevator in it, which we'll get to later, because I had to hide in there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a ton of these people. Uh, they're all on the same shit. There's nothing but just pita and hummus. There's no other food. At one, at one night, they made kale that maybe would have served four people. I got a couple leaves. But it's like I haven't eaten in days because there's no fucking food. I was able to get beer, which they were offering to each other out of the fridge. It's like, uh, it, hey, don't take my beer. Why don't you go take a cub out of a mother bear's arms? The one thing that these people did not fully grasp is that they were dealing with a human. It was, mm, I don't know if I can say that. Never mind. Yeah, I wouldn't say that if you're second-guessing saying that. <laughs> Just leave that alone. But, uh, yeah, continue. It was almost like a fucking, like, wooks at a fucking festival. They just steal shit. Like, just dirty hippies. Dirty fucking hippies that steal shit. Like, oh, I was just borrowing your charger forever. 
<laughs> that's kind of what it was like they i someone went in someone else's purse and they're like oh have you seen my charger and someone's like oh i was just using it for a second my bad and they were just allowing this to happen if you brought food in other people are just gonna eat it they went in fucking bags they took shit out of your purse because if they saw it and they needed it they took it this is why communities this is why communes don't actually work in real life they might work on a small scale, but when you get strangers that are fucking doing this just because they met online, and then you get people who aren't alcoholics but who enjoy drinking and doing other items like that, you're going to have this terrible fucking experience. And it's not, I mean, that's a violation of just basic fucking privacy. Well, don't, he, go, don't go through my shit. You don't need to use my fucking chapstick. You don't need to use my fucking deodorant, which we'll get to that in a little bit anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah, my deodorant was probably the only fucking deodorant in the house. Stinky. So these you're basically describing new age wooks. And all you got to know, I, I know that term has been oh, thrown and they around all a couple had times. A, they all had a fat stack of cash. All of them. They were all fucking rich. Because they, okay, part of the thing, when I would go to blends groups on Sundays and stuff, was it costed money. And that was fine with me. I'd pay her the 10, 15 bucks, whatever. But the job she also had, which we have been to her job in a job that involves receiving tips, things didn't always necessarily add up. So I'm pretty sure, I mean, I saw the stack of money. She had a wad a wad of money when we got down there, which I know it's not awesome to talk about money, but like I got gutted for cash by her. I got fucking gutted. So yeah, she's down there with this huge wad of cash and yet she still is somehow asking for me for money at every twist and turn. Um, but yeah, one of the first nights I was there, of course, um, the only thing that I had was beer. That was it. Excuse me. That's all I had. Um, there was nothing else I could fucking do, you know, and I know we drove down there, but I didn't take the risk. It's not like I brought, like, any weed with me. I didn't have anything. <laughs> like, there was nothing fun for me to do. So all I had was beer. So, of course, night one, I have nothing going on. I'm surrounded by a bunch of fucking idiots. I'm going to get drunk. I fall asleep. I am awoken at one in the morning out of a dead drunk sleep to just furious shaking and someone saying, you need to get up now. The leader, her name is Alexis, she's awake now. There's a drum circle. You need to come downstairs now. The malevolent leader is awoken and demands a drum circle. Well, because they would disappear for hours and hours and hours and then they'd come back. And they're like, oh, we made $10,000 today. It's like, what the fuck did you do? Or are you just lying? Like, what what the fuck is going on here? Call activity. Um. But yeah, no. It, it, part of the money issue, too, with this house was... It was almost like they were choosing victims here and there. Like, I was horrified to go to a group dinner. Because... When we did, it seemed like they just chose a victim, and that was the person who was paying. And they're like, oh, well, th that means someone will, someone else will get dinner tomorrow. It's like, I'm not buying 
a dinner for 20. I can just feed myself. I can feed me for five days versus 20 people in one day. <laughs> Again, this is why communes fucking fail is because everybody fucking eats differently. Everyone pisses at different times. Everyone requires different amounts of water. Yeah, we require six cups of water or whatever the fuck a day. But at the end of it, it's like you can't expect to, to feed everyone equally and split that amongst each other because not everyone's going to want to eat a goddamn salad every night. No, Not everyone's wa- going to want to eat a goddamn steak every night. It's fucking foolish. It's insane to me. Well, part of it, too, is the fact that if, like, I said, hey, I'm going to go to the store and grab a bag of chips. Does anyone need anything? They had no shame in being like, yeah, can you go grab a Christmas wreath and three tanks of propane and uh, the latest iPhone? That'd be great. Thanks. If you could just pick that up for me quick. If one was really motivated and really had zero money, they had just enough to make a trip work. You're eating fucking bare bones shit. You're you're finding the cheapest shit you can eat. You're eating at fucking McDonald's, Burger King, whatever, every single day. You're eating twice a day, if that. You can make it fucking work. If you're on a shoestring budget and you go down with a bunch of fucking cultists that expect that this is going to be one goddamn giant circle jerk, it's like, come on, give me a break. Yeah, I don't think a single person in that house was shitting either because nobody was eating anything. I went to McDonald's one morning... I like I took her fucking car. I was like, yeah, I just need to. I need just. Need, I just want to go for a drive, do my own thing for a minute, and I left because she was telling me on the way down how everyone down there ate so healthy and all this shit, and I'm like, no, they just don't eat. Like that's kind of what's happening here. That's what I've been viewing. Um, so I took her car and I went to fucking McDonald's. <laughs> I bought like the nastiest quarter pounder I could get off the menu. And I ate it sweating in her car in the heat index of like 104. Her car was like overheating. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm so fucking hungry. Did you ever feel like you weren't able to leave? Obviously, you left. Obviously, you're sitting across from me right now. Obviously, there's things that happened in between that. But did you feel like at any moment you were trapped there? Do you feel like you were like kind of bullied into staying like a psychological weird thing? Or did that never happen? Because you hear that a lot. It's like people, when they get involved in these situations, it's like, I just felt like I couldn't leave or I was too scared to leave. Like, did you feel like that at all? I mean, that's kind of like a, that's an interesting question only because people who usually say that with the example you just gave, like, I felt like I couldn't leave. It's like, it's not like I'm saying that in a brainwashed sense where it's like, oh, I can't separate myself from this. It's like, no, I just literally can't leave. <laughs> that's why I asked. <laughs> like that, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, because she was responsible for driving me back. And she also didn't really give me a solid date on when we were coming back. First, it was Saturday. Then it was Sunday. Then it was maybe Monday. And I was like, this is not going to work. Um. Which is really great hearing that, you know, like I understand like, you know, you're going to do your thing, but as this continue to get weirder and weirder and I would get these updates or telephone calls as to like how you're doing, obviously the question is after I'm hearing these stories, hey, I'm not eating. Hey, they're licking salt. Hey, there's a little psychopathic kid that's running around turning off fans. I'm I'm being concerned because there's there's no concrete date and time that you are coming back and it's like. Are you are you being abducted right now? Do do I need to alert the authorities? Like, when is it going to get to that point? 
you know? So, yeah, the child, the leader's child, and I'm saying this like I fucking swear on my future children, the name on this kid's birth certificate was Voltron. And I'm telling the truth because I did not watch Transformers. Whoa. And Voltron is different. Is They are... They are exclusive from one another. <laughs> That's the and worst part about it. That's how these Voltron, people are lame. Voltron liked to do this thing where any floor on the four-story house he was hanging out in, um, which there's 20 stinky fucking adults, and most of them are not showering. And I observe this. Uh, he likes to go on there and turn off the AC. So I would wake up in the morning, and the AC would be off in the heat index of 104 fucking degrees in the dead of summer of South Carolina. That's how you know this this kid never got fucking... I don't even want to say slapped in the head because that would raise all sorts of eyebrows, but no one has ever taken the fucking, you know, any sort of, any sort of action against this kid. What's even worse fucking... Well, it's just inconsiderate. It's not even that, like, he should have been punished for doing it. It's just fucking inconsiderate. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? There's 20 fucking people in this house, and your dad is the stinkiest one. Uh, Not for anything, but, I mean, Voltron, I mean, that doesn't stand up to Transformers in any way, shape, or form. So, these people are clearly insane. Nothing against Voltron, but... So, I, I would have to say one of my favorite moments, because, I mean, I guess favorite is... A weird word. My favorite moments were when I was able to sneak away at like 11 o'clock at night. Everyone's sleeping, hanging out. And I was like able to walk down the road and go to the beach and like hang out for a minute or like hang out during the day. You know, any moment where I was by myself was my favorite. <laughs> right. Um, But yeah, no, one of my favorites was this girl. They were uh, one of the daughters of somebody in the group. They were down at the beach and she got whacked in the fucking jaw with a boogie board. And uh, she gets back to the house and all these people are like, we need to do surgery. And I'm like, what in holy motherfuck does that mean? So that means uh, they got out all their essential oils and they rubbed it on her jaw and they whispered to her face and it made it better. Blunt said that she um, melded the fractured bone. So, clearly these people... That's real. She said that to me. With a straight face? Yes. Nice. Melding bones. She also told me that when I got a sunburn, which was horrible, they gave me this, like, young life bullshit fucking sunblock that they're like oh yeah it's i think it was like fucking spf 10 and i'm like the whitest person on the face of the earth they give me this they're like well sunblock gives you cancer and i'm like the sun gives you cancer when you don't wear sunblock (laughs) fuck everything gives you cancer yeah so they give me this spf 10 bullshit and i burn over so bad I, i it was just Blen laughed at me and said that my stomach looked like a sunset. And I was like, yeah, that's just dangerous. I shouldn't look like that. And it hurts. <laughs> and so she told me to just release it. And tomorrow morning it would be gone. Very nice. What- so you just release it. 
when you, when something hurts you, if you get cancer, if you get swine flu, if you get the coronavirus, just release it and it'll be gone in the morning. You heard it here first, folks. We've completely figured out a way to to smash, you know. We cracked it. We the, cracked the case. We we figured you out a way to it. shut down the medical industry uh, simply by releasing it. So you heard it here first, folks. Capital City Smiths. We are shutting down the medical industry today. It starts today. Release it. Just release it. Hashtag release it. So do we want to get to uh, my my grand escape? Yeah, I mean, that's the that's kind of the next logical Or should piece I of this. say the worst part where we were at the restaurant and I was asked to hunch over and latch your shoes? Well, you got to, I mean, let's try and keep it chronological just okay. to keep the flow of the story. Okay. Now, there's not a lot about this week that I remember. I mean, there. I mean, there's enough. There was just the sheer amount of shit that I had to sit through. Like, there was one woman I ended up getting stuck with her at dinner. Oh, this was the same night as the shoes. Okay, so I'll just... Okay, so we get to this restaurant. <laughs> um, and they... I, I think the worst thing about a cult is that they can never decide where they want to fucking eat. Like, you get to the restaurant, and they're like, do we want to be here? Do we really want to eat here? Let's all 20 of us stand around and talk about it in the lobby and not eat. So. Poor cult leadership. I blame upper middle to upper management. And I was just fucking hungry. Like I said, it's like I had McDonald's once that week, and the rest is just fucking kale and pita and hummus and beef. <laughs> Like, I'm st- I'm malnourished at this point. I'm burned. I'm malnourished. I'm tired. <laughs> Probably hungover. I'm all sorts of not great. So we're at this fucking restaurant, and everyone's standing around talking about whether they want to eat there or not. So we're standing there for 45 minutes before Blen goes, Okay, um, hey, Hannah, would you, uh... And she, like, points down to her feet just kind of like circling her fingers like giving me this gesture where she wanted me to hunch over and latch her shoes which is like if you really think about it just think about somebody that you've already lost a bunch of trust in that's dragged you into this horrible situation they've gutted you for money and then they ask you hey uh while my hands are free can you hunch over and tie my shoes it's just that it's so slimy. Well, it's in 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 that regard, it's essential. Essentially, she's trying to figure out how much she can get away with. This is this is being a cult leader one hundred and one. Like, okay, hey, I need you to tie my shoe, buckle my fucking shoes. And Who the fuck uses uh, buckles anyway? And that's what you when hang out a... some fucking Amish buckles. She wants you to buckle her shoes. And that's when a plane ticket was purchased. <laughs> That was the last straw with me. She had already taken a lot of money in uh, from me, which I didn't really get into just because it's it's such a long story and it's so much for me to piece back together. Um, just I was reading through one of the documents I had written about it and I was like horrified. I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot about that fucking shit. But um, yeah, so the plane ticket was bought. I texted him. I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking done. Um, and then they all leave because they decide they don't want to eat at this restaurant that we've been standing around in for 45 minutes. 
And I was like, you know what? I'm staying. I'm eating. I'm staying here and I'm fucking eating and I, I, I don't care. I'm fucking starving. And this other crazy lady was like, I'll stay with you and eat. I'm like, oh, that's fucking just fantastic. Now I got to entertain you. <laughs> I can't just eat in peace by the ocean. Now I have this wackadoo who wants to stick to my side until I get an Uber, which is probably what she got out of it. A free ride. Mm-hmm. So she was sitting there telling me, oh, I follow this lady on Facebook and she sees aliens and talks to them. You want to see? And then she sits there and shows me these videos of a woman yelling at clouds. She's like, isn't it so interesting? I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, at least you had some entertainment. <gasps> do you dinner. know the Do you know the worst part of that, though? I'm like, I finish up eating. She finishes her fucking food. The restaurant's closing and she's like, um, can I get some breadsticks? And they're like... Yeah, hang on a second. They come back out like 10 minutes later, and I'm ready to go. Like, I'm tired. I'm tired of talking to this woman. They come back to us, and she's uh, the waitress is like, well, we don't have any breadsticks, and the restaurant next door doesn't have any either, but we can throw some fresh in the oven. It'd be about 20 minutes. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm like, are you? I'm like ready to blow my fucking lid. Well, she doesn't have any sort of fucking situational awareness. At all. She's not picking up on any nonverbal cues or verbal cues. You want to leave. This bitch is ordering fresh breadsticks at closing time, which is extremely fucking rude. So, I get back that night. Plane ticket is... Well, no, I don't think the plane ticket actually got purchased till the next morning. And I flew out that same day. Well, no. So, how this worked was... So, just to, to give you... To give everyone the, a little glance onto this side of the fence for about five seconds... I've been getting these updates the entire week. It reaches a boiling point after this entire, like, hey, I need you to latch my shoe. I need more money. I'm not fucking eating. All of this shit accumulates in this one goddamn shit storm. And at that point, it's like, hey, I need to come home. So I went online, and I found this insane fucking flight pattern of, like, okay, you're going to be leaving this airport, and you're going to be going here. It was, there was, was like, awake. six fucking lay layovers. I was awake for 30 hours. And, and I send this... I send this to her. I'm like, this is the way that you can leave the quickest and you can get back the quickest. Because if not, I didn't even you're going to be hanging out. I didn't even care. I flew right out of Hilton Head. That's where I was. I was in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Um, kind of a shithole. I won't lie. I did drive down and see the Disney property, though. That's That was one of the times I took her car. I just wanted to go see it. Um, but yeah, so next day I wake up. And by the way, through this trip... Blen had, when we were hanging out at the beach house or whatever, she would be taking beers out of my hands. Like, my beer that I'm sipping on, she would rip it out of my hands and sip it and give it back. So she wasn't even buying her own fucking drinks. She was just taking mine out of my hands as I drank it, which is really gross to me. That's gross. I don't like that. <laughs> um... It's like, fine, if you want a sip of, like, a water when you're coughing, I don't care. Fine, have it. But don't just, like, rip my beer out of my hand and drink it. That's fucking weird and gross. Please stop. Go buy your own fucking beer. Well, just like everyone else that sounds like that that was on this compound, extremely invasive and totally unaware of their own They were offering my beer to each other. Not cool. Red uh, flag number 57. 
Yeah, so the next day I get up and I know I'm flying out. I call Janelle. Janelle gets this horrifying call. It's me going, Janelle, I don't have much time. I need you to help me. Would you please be able to pick me up from the Syracuse airport tomorrow? Please. And she's like, oh my God, are you okay? I'm like, I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, so when I go to escape, now I know that I'm flying out. Janelle's picking me up. We're all good. Um, and I had a bunch of beer left over in the fridge and Blunt had taken enough of my beer at this point And I decide, okay, I'm going to finish all of it. <laughs> so I finish all of it, uh, which was a little too much, but whatever, I'm going to be flying for the next 30 hours or 24 or whatever. Cause I, when I got home, I stayed up for quite a while just because I had reached p- past that point of just being completely delirious um, but yeah, so my grand escape, I had to wait for everyone to leave this beach house. It's like 11 o'clock in the morning. I've drank all my beer because I just can't fathom letting her have another sip of anything I spent money on. <laughs> and I'm like emptying out my purse. I'm like, okay, so like it, what can I not bring? I had to leave a couple lighters. I had to leave like, there's just like random shit that I like was able to drive down with that. I was like, okay, TSA is not going to say okay to this. So I, like, leave some shit. Uh, I wait for everyone to leave the house. Blen leaves. And I call an Uber and I escape. I take all my shit. I, like, go down all four flights of stairs. Like, I could have fallen on my face and rolled down, like, a bag of shit. And I get down to the garage. The garage door is open. And there's so many of these fucking doidoys walking around that any of them could have come back at any point. So what I do is I hide in the elevator and I watch for my Uber to pull up. I run like hell. I tear ass down the driveway to get in this Uber and I take off. Like I'm gone. Done. That was my escape. I had to wait for everyone to leave because I knew that if they saw me, I would just be crowded and questioned the last thing you want so be questioned by a bunch of cultists it was uh four flights uh one including a seven hour layover in LaGuardia where I couldn't fathom falling asleep because I was just scared of being mugged so I stayed awake and it was extremely difficult I was so delirious I was so out of it um I definitely like slept with my mouth open big time on that last flight from Philly to Syracuse I was in like a really, really tiny plane, like the ones where there's one seat and then an aisle and then two seats. Commuter plane. Yeah. So I was in like the one seat and it was right near the emergency door and they like had to shake me awake and be like, if there's an emergency, do you agree to open this door? And I'm like, yeah, okay. They're putting that responsibility in your sleepy sunburnt. Hey, woman with your mouth open falling asleep because you've (laughs) been awake since yesterday. Can you open this emergency door for people? Yeah, sure. I'll open it for my... Just from that responsibility alone, I'll open it and unbuckle my own seatbelt so someone else has to do it. It's fine. So that's my story. I mean, there's plenty of other details, but... What is your... What is your... uh, Apart from what you've shared, what's your takeaway? What did you learn uh, probably that I'd never need to do anything like that ever again. Um, 
I was proud of myself for taking the chance and just going and doing it because it kind of showed that I have at least that kind of willpower. I was fine with that. Like, looking back, it's like, okay, yeah, I went and I did something really, really fucking crazy. And it gave me a really good story out of it, but it kind of also showed that I don't necessarily need to go do something like that to appreciate what I have. And obviously this is a loaded question, but needless to say, you and Blen are no longer on speaking terms, right? No. Uh, so when I was at the airport, Blen had texted me asking like, hey, what's going on? Like, where'd you go? And actually one of the, oh my God, this whole side story where there was a rape accusation, uh, Someone ended up dropping off their kid at the airport and I saw another member of their group at the airport. I like made eye contact with her for a minute and that's when Blunt started contacting me like, what the fuck are you doing at the airport? Not that she was being like, hey, what the fuck? But she was like, yo, what's going on? Um, but I knew that if I rode back with her, she was just going to gut me for more money. I was like, I'd rather spend the money on a plane ticket, spend the money on me, even though it's an extreme amount of money for me to get home right now. I'd rather throw that away on myself than throw that into that money pit. Exactly. I was like, I cannot fathom giving her another fucking penny. I I, I would say at the end of the day, it was probably about $1,500 that we lost. Yeah, we'll we'll say that. Sounds about right. <laughs> Thanks, Blunt. But yeah, good story. I got a great story out of it. That's kind of how I started looking at it about a day or two in. It was like, you know what? I'm just going to like sit back and watch how this unfolds. I I'll I'll have my Miller Lite and I'll watch how this goes. Were there any moments that when you were kind of hanging out with these people I mean, did they have a name? Was there a name for this this group of people? I know you said it started off as a group and they, were, they would talk online and all that shit, but is there something that, you know, we can kind of say, hey, if you ever get any weird messages or your, your crazy aunt is talking about this group and they want to go to this compound in South Carolina, whatever it might be, any details it you can share? It wasn't a compound. It was something that they rented. No, I know. I'm, using, I'm just being funny. Oh. Cults of compounds. Yeah. No, it was the Soul Gang. Like... S-O-L-E or S-O-U-L? S-O-U-L. Soul Gang. Yep. Nice. Yep, I found their Facebook. So 70s actually, uh, doo-wop yeah. group, Soul Gang. Nice. So yeah, call experiences. Take what you have heard here and apply it to your life so you can avoid being told to lick salt and embrace sunburn so you can just release it the next day. Yeah, yeah. and like I said, there's plenty of other details. It's just... There was so much that happened in that week <laughs> that as I talk about it, more and more keeps coming back and I don't want to keep backtracking the story to be like, oh, yeah, and. No, it's okay. You know, if there's anything that, that pops up, like obviously now is the time to say it. I can imagine especially, you know, basically spending a week just drinking and hanging out on the beach. It's like you're going to remember it in patches based on what you jotted down and all that shit. So, you know. Not expecting you're going to be able to be like, yeah, I rattle off every single intimate detail of it. But if you get anything that comes back, like, please share it because this is people need to hear about this shit. Yeah. I'll probably put up some sort of post about it. Got to let the people know. Yeah. Be joining cults and shit. Not by choice. But yeah, this is our uh, first episode back. 
see what we can do next. We're not really sure. This is kind of like a free-form thing right now, so we'll see how it goes, see if we can find some sort of format and go from there. Yeah, you know, getting getting back used to it. It's our uh, that's our thing. Obviously, as we said at the top of the episode, it's been a minute since we've uh, since we've done this. We're going to be releasing this. Obviously, when you're hearing this, it'll already have been released. But we're going to stick with a similar fashion for how we release episodes. Um, we're well, looking at previously it was every day. Right. No. What I <laughs> what I'm saying is like where where people are going to be hearing this. Obviously, from this point on, it's like we're going to be. Ideally, you're going to be listening to it on Spotify, um, possibly Apple Music, but definitely Spotify. We're going to kind of run with that that whole torch. So expect to find us there. We're on Instagram. Um, obviously, follow us. You know, give a like. You know, talk to us. All that. All that jazz. But uh, but yeah, you know, thanks for 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 listening in. We'll be back with some more weird shit. Unsure of what that's going to be, but you know. This is it, episode one, Capital City Smiths back in action. Uh, Yeah, talk to you all soon. Bye.